0: An animal talks like an animal, must be an animal. Come here, the animal talking animal, talking animal. Walks like an animal, talks like an animal, must be an animal. Come here.
1: Good morning. This is Talking Animals on WMNF. I'm Duncan Strauss. My guest today is Vincent Kellner, writer-director of A Taste of Whale, documentary with a lot on its mind. A Taste of Whale examines the grind, Faroe Islanders' ritual slaughter of pilot whales, but with the added dimension of tracking a battalion of activists from Sea Shepherd Conservation Society who deployed to the pharaohs to disrupt the slaughter. As the film unspools, a number of issues are raised, at least implicitly, including the sanctity of a traditional practice, which may be viewed as barbaric by some, But it's been carried out not for just generations, but centuries. None of these issues acknowledges the pilot whale hunt as a means to provide people with meat, more visible means, but otherwise perhaps no different really than producing meat behind the closed doors of a slaughterhouse. A Taste of Whale is brimming with provocative ideas and queries, goes out of its way to be even-handed in its exploration, and is often visually arresting. The film is set to be released in theaters and on Amazon and Apple TV this Friday, May 27th. We'll hear from the filmmaker behind A Taste of Whale when I speak with Vincent Kellner in a few moments here on Talking Animals on WMNF. Later in today's program, I'll talk with Kristen Davis of SBCA Tampa Bay to hear about the Bay First Adoption Promotion, a grand event which has been underway for a few days and continues through Friday. If you've been contemplating adopting a pet, I think you'll like the perks that come with this one for SBC Tampa Bay and for you. I want to take a moment to offer an important reminder. WMF Summer Fun Drive is happening very soon. It starts two weeks from yesterday. Talking Animals is typically assigned a gigantic goal, too towering to reach within the hour-long Fun Drive show itself, so it's crucial to receive a number of pledges in the days before that show. So if you're a fan of the show, I'd really appreciate an early pledge of any amount today by hitting the Talking Animals tip jar. To reach that, you just go to WMF.org, find Talking Animals in the broadcast schedule, then please donate through the Talking Animals tip jar. Thank you. Right now, let's discuss A Taste of Whale with its director, Vincent Kellner, with a reminder that I invite you to join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663, emailing dj at wmf.org, or texting 813-433-0885 via Skype from Paris. This is Vincent Kellner on Talking Animals on WNF. Good afternoon, I guess I should say Vincent.
0: Yes, hi. Hi, and Hi to the listeners of The Sunshine
1: State. There you go. Thanks for joining us on Talking Animals. And congratulations on the film, which I thought was excellent. I mean, we have to see some of the slaughter. There's no way really around it since that's obviously a a focus of the film. But it's sort of ladled out over the course of the movie. And meanwhile, the film really does have a lot on its mind exploring thorny issues and raising some provocative questions. So here's a question I'd like to raise with documentary filmmakers given that making documentaries often involves a period of several years from start to finish why this film what what what, what prompted you to make this film on this topic
0: Um, First, I I started this this film uh, in uh, 2014, so it's almost eight years ago. Wow. Uh, My wife uh, is a big fan of Sea Shepherd and uh, and she told me, look, there's some French teams and uh, guys from all over the world going to France and uh, they want to stop the greens. And at this time, uh, I, I can confess, I didn't know what was the green, I didn't know where the Fair Islands were. And, uh, and but it was an exciting idea to follow uh, an activist uh, group, uh, like Sea Shepherd. So first I started to, to join the French team and, uh, and, and they allowed me to go with them from, from Paris, uh, where I live. Uh, to the foreigners and, uh, and, and then it, it took me uh, the time I was there to understand that it was a bigger uh, movie or documentary I could do uh, on, on the issue, you know, not only being uh, focused on, a, on an activist group but maybe uh, to, to find out um, another reality of, of, of this issue I didn't really know and uh, because when i went there i look of course like everybody on on internet and i i could only watch uh those uh red uh, waters uh you know from the fjords this picture it was very hard to see these videos of animals being killed and um and and i first i say oh it's terrific it's horrible but uh, once i was there i realized I, I i couldn't uh, maybe understand and and, 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 and meet uh, the waiters And that's what I, I did. And, uh, so, and Sea Shepherd said, yeah, you should go uh, and meet them too. So that's how I, I started to, to think that it would be good to, to have another point of view yeah. and to meet them with, uh, with one of Sea Shepherd. Yeah,
1: so it's interesting because it sounds like you, you initially came at this from the Sea Shepherd activist uh, uh, avenue and not really being all that familiar, if I follow you correctly, initially with, with the GRIN at, at all, but just yeah. like the, this was a Sea Shepherd effort, a campaign they were gonna do, and so that interested you, even without knowing necessarily that much about the GRIN to begin with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, most of the pictures we have and the videos, information we have in, in Paris, and I guess in the rest of the world from the environments are coming from this activist, uh, which is good. But uh, as a documentary guy, as a journalist, it's hard for me to to stand only on one side. And uh, and the Fair Islands and the whalers in the Fair Islands they um, don't really know how to communicate. Uh, they prefer to ignore uh, the critics, and and they really don't know how to to deal with uh, with such a pressure, you know. And uh, and 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 they are quite offended by by people coming to tell them what they have to do. Yeah. Uh, Especially with this tradition that is lasting from uh, from centuries and centuries, and, uh, and um, so yeah, I think it was uh, important to 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 try to, f- to, to show another side of the of this uh, of this issue.
1: And just for people listening who who uh, reasonably probably may not be that familiar with the Grind, can you just sort of describe what 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 happens in the Grind?
0: Uh, yeah, well, uh, the green is not um, a kind of specific moment when uh, everybody goes and, and hunts some uh, pilot whales. Uh, pilot whales which are the the it's you know, it's it's a, a um, species of uh, of dolphins. Uh, so when when uh, when someone spots uh, a, a, a pod of uh, dolphins in the water, when they are going uh, uh, driving with the boats or fishermen on the sea, when they see a, a pod, they 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 call the. A kind of uh, sh- a sheriff, a police officer, on the land, and they say, "Can we bring the 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 the, the boat to the to the fjords?" So a lot of boats are going to to, to, to um, uh, with them, you know, to, to chase the, the dolphins, to put the, the yeah the, the pilot whales, and to push them into the fjords. And uh, and once and they, they are going in some appropriate beaches because they cannot go everywhere on uh, there are on specific specific uh, beaches where they can push them and once on the beach there's people waiting with um, uh, waiting for them you know, to drag them on the, on the on the shore and uh, and to kill them with a kind of uh, uh, blades you know like a simple blades and uh, and they kill them. Uh, on the beach uh, last when I was there, and uh, when I, I uh, the the, the greens, I filmed, uh, uh, there was 135 pilot whales being killed in front of me, yeah. and um, and that's uh, it's not easy to see, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how they proceed.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, it's really like once once a part of of of, of those whales is spotted, then I guess the idea when when the grin is officially uh, commenced. Then they're kind of herded towards the shore, and then you know that's where it gets super uh, difficult for many. Uh, the, the, then they're basically slaughtered. Um, but but uh, but the, the, like you say, I mean, one of the one of the things that's interesting about making a film about it, I would think, is that this has been going on for centuries. Um, did you feel like uh, because the sea shepherd element that they were going to try to uh, disrupt the grin uh, mm-hmm. was that 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 made the, the, may, maybe more the makings of a film like you have s- kind of significant conflict and drama, which of course are not unimportant elements in a film. is uh, w- w- what were the things that where you said as you got into this f- f- starting with the sea shepherd angle through your through your wife, But then when you got a real sense of what the grin really was, when did you think, hey, there really is a film here, but maybe a different film or a larger film than I had imagined?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, actually, uh, when I, I, I went with this idea of going to finance first, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was told that uh, we, I could see some barbarians, and in uh, mm-hmm. my life I've seen—I've never have seen some barbarians before. So I was expecting to be not to be well received by by Ferris by, uh, people, and uh, also because I was going with Sea Shepherd, and um, I had this kind of. Uh, uh, it's kind of cliché, you know, that uh, there are the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. And once I was there, I realized the Ferris uh, were not so so. Baba, it's it's hard to call someone Barbarian, but they were quite nice. They were quite uh, welcoming, and they, they, when I told them I wanted to 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 film them and to to also give the uh, to 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 have to have them on my documentary, they they were quickly uh, okay with this idea, you know. And they they I just tell them I would I wanted to be honest, uh, and and uh, so I, I really understood that. You know, they had something to say that they, it was something they, they are not used to, as I said, to communicate, and uh, and I really um, uh, I understood they, they were very frustrated by uh, not being able to to communicate as they wish, and uh, by the and by the, the the power of the activists on on the social networks. So uh, at this point, I started to to, to, to understand that I, I could do more than uh, just a portrait of. Uh, of an activist group Which is important of course But uh, I could have both sides And I would be fair for, for both of both camps.
1: Yeah Let me let folks know That it might just be just tuning in This is Talking Animals on WNF I'm Duncan Strauss If you did just tune in My guest is Vincent Kellner Writer-director of A Taste of Whale A documentary examining the grind That's the Faroe Islanders uh, Ritual slaughter of pilot whales But in this case with the added dimension Of uh, tracking a, a, a squadron of um, activists from Sea Shepherd Conservation Society who uh, have deployed to, to the pharaohs to disrupt the, the slaughter protest and disrupt the slaughter. The film hits theaters uh, as well as Amazon and Apple TV this Friday, May 27th. If you'd like to ask Vincent a question or offer a comment, please call 813-239-9663, email DJ at org or text 813-433-0885. So... Once you went there, kind of initially thinking, I'm just going to sort of uh, chronicle the, the, uh, the activism, the campaign by Sea Shepherd, but then, as you've noted, it kind of became something different. Uh, when did your actual perspective on the grind change while you were there?
0: Uh, it took me um, actually i went there uh, many times uh on four years exactly mm-hmm. um it took me i, I don't say a few years to understand you know the because doing this a documentary like this was also a kind of work on, on myself uh, because when you you witness such a, a, a hunt when you see the uh the the, the being killed and on, you, you, of course, it's it's impressive and uh, and you're you're a bit um, shocked because you're, I'm a, I'm a city guy, you know. I'm not used to see blood, and um, and for me it was a, I was uh, in my life trying to to understand my relation with animals uh, mm-hmm. in a way, as my my wife is a vegan and I was not, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I realized that uh, you know I, I, I had to look on animals I had to look animals on a different way and. Uh, eating animals, you know, is the main uh, issue on, on the green. And the fairies often told me, um, you know, we are not doing uh, worse. Uh, anything worse than what uh, you are doing, uh, you guys, or all the people criticizing. criticizing. Um, uh, you, you are killing animals in slaughterhouses, and here it's open air slaughterhouse. And we uh, and are just doing exactly the same. We are killing animals to get the meat uh, on the table. And that was the main argument the, the, the whales uh, gave me and it uh, it was um, it was it's an argument which was um, uh, I had I, I kept in mind you know for a long time and, I, and 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 say okay Vincent it's it's true you know I'm not even killing myself an animal when I eat meat and uh, is it better uh, why should I let someone else kill these animals in slaughterhouse houses you know and uh, and uh, why why don't I why should, can I? Could I do it myself? Actually,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> My answer was no. I could never. I mean, if I had to survive, but I, I would be shocked, and I guess I would stop eating meat. You know, if I, I had to kill anymore like this. So, uh, I was very. Yeah. Um, it's it's once you're there when you you witness all of this, it's it's uh it's it's um, shaking your your ground, you know, your personal ground. Like, uh, wow. wow yeah, should I condemn them? Because they, they are just doing it now to eat meat, you know. And um, so I was, I was, I was wondering that the story was too easy to to say, you know, no, there's a good and bad guys. And uh, and uh, and actually, I, I've never believed there's some good and bad guys. There's always uh, something behind to understand. And That's why I did this documentary.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. It really, um, as 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 the film unfolds there really seems to be, like, uh, a great deal of complexity, uh, a lot of of sort of gray area, and a lot of questions that, you know, that maybe you, as it turns out from just what you said so far, you personally, but therefore as a filmmaker, are are, are raising, um, because as you got more into this, and especially as you spent time there, if you went there many times over four years, um, your perspective, obviously, I think, necessarily shifted. Was there... Can you identify an episode or a particular moment over those four years where um, you thought, hey this this is more complex and this there isn't just good guy, bad guy here there's 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 a lot of a lot of in- space in between. Was there something where you thought, wow, now I've, I've kind of had an epiphany here. I've kind of realized something that I wouldn't have guessed that when I first began coming and, and witnessing mm-hmm. the grind.
0: Well, actually, there yes, uh, are many, many uh, times it happened, but uh, there's one time, uh, I won't tell you now because I would prefer your listeners to watch a movie and, uh, and realize a very uh, incredible moment. I think, something I didn't expect. But uh, I could tell you uh, the moment I shifted a bit and it uh, was uh, when I went uh, with um, uh, some uh, children from school and their teacher. Uh, to a, a local uh, slaughterhouse, uh, which was in the in the garage of of the husband of the of the teacher, and uh, and and, and they, in Farnan they are bringing children in the slaughterhouses. They are bringing them to to to, to cut an animal. Uh, they don't they don't show the, the killing of the. It was a sheep. Uh, they they, they kill the sheep and then they ask the children to look at it and to participate and to see how the. How is the process? What, what is the process of uh, having some meat in the plates by uh, by cutting uh, an animal? So it was in this garage, and I said, "Wow, these little children—they are only eight or nine—and and and, uh, and they are watching something I've never watched. Even now, <laughs> I'm 45, and uh, and uh, I guess if I was at their place in Paris uh, uh, at nine or eight or nine, it, in France, it would, it's not possible. In, I guess most most uh, uh, modernized countries, you know, from uh, Western countries, no one brings the children to to, to see that, and it would be uh, parents and everybody would be shocked, and <laughs> it would be terrible for the school if they if they would do that. And uh, and I understand that uh, I was we are very far from from nature. You know, we are pretty. For me, I, when we are going to nature, it's for holidays. We are taking the car and the children and showing them in sometimes the zoo. Or, I, I'm not doing this, but some people do, and sure. I think they go in the countryside and, but, but that's the way for them to show the reality. And uh, and I guess it's something that was uh, very important for me, like say, oh, uh, maybe as a right to, 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 to show the reality to these children and, uh, and it's still hard to 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 acknowledge but uh, I guess if you are true to yourself you yes you have to show the reality and how uh, what it is to take a anonymous life
1: yeah well that 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 was a, a scene that really struck me but again it was part of uh, seeing a, over the course of the film how much um, this is really part of a long and, and as you've noted earlier, and I guess I did too, multi centuries long tradition. So that if you, if you grow up in, in those areas, um, as a kid, you, you know, you not only grow up fishing, which is not uncommon in a lot of places, but, you, mm-hmm. but it seems like everybody's kind of participating or at least witnessing the grind, even if they're, they are young children. So, well, again, many people might at first think, oh, my God, that's, that's uh, so, so jarring, so graphic. But, mm-hmm. but I think as you're kind of saying with the, the tour of this sort of you know, homegrown slaughterhouse, uh, it's not what we're used to, and it, and it wouldn't be what, what, what we would do probably, whether you're in Paris or Florida or anywhere in between. But uh, it's, it's endemic to, their, to their, their family life and their, their traditional life. And uh, so th- again, they, they do object to being portrayed as barbarians because if you spend more time with them, you see that it's, that it's, it's nowhere near that, uh, that cut and dry.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are, they are like normal people. And actually that is what is striking. It's because it's easy to call them barbarians, but when you, lo- because it's, it's would be too hard to say they are just like us. You know, and that's what they are. You know, they have uh, the same way of uh, uh, living as, as as in Europe. They are part of Europe, and they have a good uh, standard of living, uh, and they look like like me, <laughs> and they are. No, there's not a big difference. The only thing they have a this tradition, um, the whales and the pilot whales. Uh, saved their life when uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, when they were starving uh, years and years ago uh, long like hundred years ago and and they, they, they wouldn't be here um, without the wealth and uh, and they have this tradition and uh, yeah and and they don't know how and now I know I, I feel like it was... It's still a tradition, of course, but it's also, it became a kind of habit, you know, to get the, the the meat, free meat, because when they kill the animals, they all share the meat among them. There's no money involved. They, they don't sell the, 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 the meat. Uh, and uh, and uh, for them, it's a way to get uh, like, uh, I don't know, three, $400 to, <laughs> of free meat just by going on the beach and, and helping, you know, uh, just, uh, the ropes, or, or just few of them are on, have the right to, to, to kill but if you go on the beach you get uh, like uh, 30 kilos of meat and uh, this meat, they love it it's, uh, it's, it's it's like a normal meat you know and uh, so it's uh, yeah for them it's uh, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, yeah they can kind of wait to get meat and same time to to honor the, the ancestors and the tradition and they are they are uh, just uh, in between two worlds, you know, uh, yeah. b- between the tradition and the modern life, and the way that, and the fact that today we want to eat more and more meat all the time, and you know, my uh, grand in France, you know, when my grandparents they were not eating so much meat as we are eating now in uh, in um, in France at this time, you know, because of uh, in the industry that allow allows us to get. Uh, a lot of, of meat because of the process we organized, and uh, so for them, they, you know, it, it, it's it's between two worlds, and, and they don't know uh, what to do. And uh, but really, they, they, what struck me was that these guys, they are just like like us, you know, and uh, so it's kind of of mirror for for us also to watch them, and uh, a lot of people don't want to watch into this mirror. And uh, and that's uh, it's not only, but because it's it's uh, it's bloody, and because we have to go uh, over the blood, past the blood, you know, and to yeah. understand the reality is not uh, um, lying in the in the blood. It's 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 uh, so it's yeah it's a uh, it's a way to uh, to ask yourself the, the right questions.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, for people who are uh, often labeled barbarians, some of what you described just about on the beach scene and, and other things, I found it, uh, as depicted in the film, sometimes quite civilized. Like when there, when there was uh, meat to divide up, like like especially, I guess they would, it would seem like it would start with like the the area that it was the the meat was first uh, caught at. And those, those residents would sort of, I guess, receive the first portions. But it was all very reasonable, and, um, and people were kind of quiet and calm and appreciative. But uh, it was hard to, hard to square that with, uh, hey, these people are, are awful barbarians, even though we've just seen how that meat was produced. And it's, you know, no matter who you are, that's, I don't think that's an easy uh, bit of footage to, to watch. But um, it's
0: it's it's not hard, I guess. I mean, many people say it's hard to to watch, but I, I don't think so. It's it's hard if you don't want to to uh, to look at the reality. Uh, if you want to hide people who don't want to see uh, uh, where the, the meat is coming from, they, of course it's it's hard, you know. And uh, but it's 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 the same, you know, as it's done in slaughterhouses. But uh, all over the world, the slaughterhouses are, are closed in, behind doors, you know. And, yeah. And, and and in france we are not even the parliament they didn't, didn't allow to uh, for to put some cameras to watch to 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 monitor what's happening inside and uh, it's kind of a, it's a kind of secret place even it's, yeah it's a kind of secret place we can we, we cannot go in and uh, and uh, and for them they just uh, it's an open air slaughterhouse, and and they you know they um the okay. it, it, it's it's a reality you know so if by showing, I, I tried not to show, uh, to, to to put the, the worst pictures, of course, in this, uh, because it, it's very easy, you know, to with a camera and if you film the blood of, of some pilot whales and any animal, you know, it's always terrific. And I tried to, to be as honest as possible. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, the one I, I've been, uh, the, the green I've been into, uh, um yeah. they, they kill the animals quite quickly sometimes it's not going the same way sometimes it take a long time and th- that's what happened in last sep- September uh, uh it was uh, uh 1400 uh, white side uh, dolphins you know, like the, the. it's more famous like the kind of uh, looks more like a, a flipper one you know we mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and uh, and and also the whole world was uh um even the fairies actually but uh, they were all uh, shocked by what happened because it took ages to to kill all these uh small uh, dolphins and um and the whole world came to the finance and and, and say uh, oh it's 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 uh it's incredible you're killing these little uh dolphins that we know and we watch in the movies and uh and uh and even the the fairies, they were shot because it took too much time for them because they were overwhelmed by the the, the, the numbers of, yeah. the, of the dolphins and uh, and no one is happy uh, of course the world was not happy even the furries are not happy they were very ashamed you know and uh, and this specific time you know it's uh, it changed uh, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's a, I don't know if we can call it a game changer but that, that's another kind of earthquake for them and actually, uh, at this time, uh, the parliament, uh, in the parliament and the green association, people in charge of the green, uh, they are um, uh, trying to see what they can do to to prevent uh, this kind of uh, of uh, that was a red slaughter, as as we can say. So, but um, so uh, maybe the things were going to change in the next uh, month, So, but anytime when the activists see the activists, and you can wait, see it in the movie, when the activists they are going there. They always, of course, no one wants <laughs> someone to tell you what to do. Yeah, but, it, but the fairies are, are, are capable to to, to to see and to look at themselves. So first they are not happy, but then they look at themselves and they try to change and to 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 debate about what they are doing. So yeah, it's um, I guess it's um, what happened. What's happening over there? It's what uh, we should. Uh, always do is to to confront arguments and 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 trying to be able to to look at ourselves and our practice and and what could be changed
1: yeah you know as you're saying that I'm thinking of um, some of the interviews with some of the locals uh, were they were quite reasonable magnanimous even in noting that many of the activists uh at least past criticisms about the methods used uh in in the grin were uh were were fair and accurate criticisms and that different techniques were were then uh substituted and and, and employed because they 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 thought about those criticisms and they thought they were reasonable and uh so again, these aren't people who are just saying, "Hey, no, no, no! This is the way we've always done it, and and we don't need your criticism." And, and you know, get the hell out. They were listening.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 ferries are able to to change their minds. They change the way they 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 change the their weapons because of uh, of activists. Uh, they got uh, more professional in yeah. their way. You know, they got a kind of license to kill uh, for the for the. Uh, for the people, who are, a few people only are allowed to kill, so they were they were trained. It was in 2015. Uh, they, they they had a kind of uh, courses, you know, to to be more precise, and the, the weapons have changed, and so uh, they, they are listening, you know, in a way, even if it's it's tough, they they are they are, they are yeah listening to the arguments. Uh, the only thing they don't like is to be treated. Uh, Insulted, and uh, there are only—I f- mean, there are still few insults uh, on the, uh, social networks by few people, like extremist people, and uh, I don't think it's going to change something to insult insult someone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, to get, uh, to get, so if you like, the, so if you want to save the wealth in a way, as we could say, but uh, if you want to sell them, that won't work. If you ask, if you insult me and then you ask me to, to do an interview with you on the radio, <laughs> of course I would have said no. Yeah. Uh, but because you said it kindly, I said yes. There <laughs> so you go. that's the that's same way, you know, for, uh, for them, you know. So uh, the point of view is now I think there's a real uh, time for, for, for this issue to be debated. And, uh, and, and I think both sides have, uh, have learned from their mistakes, uh, and, and they are, and they, 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 they are both, even the activists of Sea Shepherd, they, they, you no, know, they are still there, they are still trying to, to, uh, to, to photograph what's happening and to, to, to witness better. Uh, you know, I think the, in their minds and in the, in Farid's minds, there's a way of getting maybe closer, you know, and try to discuss, uh, because everybody's ready to, to, to discuss. Only if there's no insults, you know? And yeah. uh, so that's that's important to, to, to keep it in mind But uh, And I, I'm going to the fragments this summer, uh, actually, uh, to, to show my, my documentary uh, to them and to debate. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm very happy to go there and, and, and to see, uh, you know, and to mm-hmm. listen to, to them and to, to see how they will, uh, uh, perceive and to if they will uh, like this uh, this documentary yeah. even if, even in, in, if they were the winner are film they have already seen it and they, they like it actually both sides like uh, everybody in my documentary I' seen the movie of course for because they, they, they trust me and I had to to show them mm-hmm. and everybody was happy you know and uh, because uh, I uh, the movie was um was not uh, too cliché, as we say. Right, <laughs> and uh, I'm so I'm very excited to go this summer to discuss
1: well I want to ask you about that and so I just want to let people know again this is Talking Animals on WMNF I'm Duncan Strauss my guest is Vincent Kellner writer-director of A Taste of Whale a documentary examining the Grand Faroe Islander's ritual slaughter of pilot whales but as we're discussing there's much more to it than that the film will be released in theaters uh, as well as Amazon and Apple TV this Friday May 27th we invite you to join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663 emailing DJ at WMNF.org or texting 813 433 so as you as you note some of the people that of course are featured in the film have seen the film as you were you know putting it together and finishing it but what what, what reaction when you say that you're going to take the film and show it to, to the pharaohs more generally what what, what reaction do you anticipate uh, Vincent um, uh,
0: actually first I, I already had some uh, some uh, feedbacks uh, very good feedbacks from both sides as I told you mm-hmm. um, but um, as, uh, as, uh, as, uh. uh. I think they, they, they would be happy to, to, to discuss because not, it's very hard to, to do a documentary like this, it's very rare, because it's not easy to get uh, greens to film them like this, and also to be t- uh, very close to, to, to them. Also as a Sea Shepherds, um, mm-hmm. in the movie we, we can see they are interfering with the boat, they get arrested, it's a kind of an action movie mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way also. Yeah. Uh, but since uh, twen- uh, 2015, uh, they are not allowed to bring mm-hmm. the boat. And, uh, uh, and the camping cars and everything and the tools over there, otherwise they, they could be uh, confiscated. So they are just over there just by taking pictures. So it's, it, this what happened is a kind of, uh, there's some, some uh, histor- historical uh, moments in the documentary. And uh, But from these docu- moments, I, I guess, um, I hope uh, there will be people, uh, uh, I, I think everybody can acknowledge what is uh, the ideas I'm bringing up in this uh, documentary. And, um, and I think, uh, I hope the debate will be raised a little bit uh, higher than just staying on the confrontation on the fight on the blood yeah I, 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 and, and i hope and I'm, I'm almost sure we can bring this uh, debate on another level which is uh, the issue of uh, there's two actually um, is, uh, issues is uh, uh, the, the contamination of the of the of the food of course of the of the pilot whales and the dolphins because they are all contaminated yeah uh, and and also about the meat uh, issue because you know, uh, It's important to understand that uh, if they're killing these animals, it's not because it's a tradition, it's because they want to get the meat. Yeah. Uh, and eating meat today is, uh, is a big issue. In, in France, uh, there's uh, more and more vegetarians and vegans, you know, and people are, are eating less and less meat, uh, which is good, I think, for, also for the planet and for the animals.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that, the, you know, it's it, there's a few things there that you mentioned that. I mean, one thing, even going back to like insults and how those aren't valuable, one thing I found uh, kind of just amusing, I guess, um, was with the Sea Shepherd and the locals. There was one exchange where Sea Shepherds were kind of outlining what they had hoped to accomplish by being there. And the locals were saying, well, you're tourists. Right, Mm -hmm. tourists, which you know was kind of uh, obviously along the lines of an insult, but certainly not uh, not anything uh, barbed or or too too awful. But uh, again, it was kind of underscoring that maybe you've come into a situation that you don't fully understand, even though what you would normally do in the way of a protest or a campaign would make sense. But this, but you stepped into a situation that's that's more complex maybe than you realize.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a. a it's, uh, it's not so simplistic, actually. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's complex. <laughs> I would just say it's not so simplistic as we, we wish to see, you know? Sure. And, and I think it's more about us to If you open your eyes, <laughs> if you're ready to open your heart, uh, I guess the situation is very easy, you know? And, uh, and, and what's ha- so the main issue is, is that uh, people are eating meat, and, uh, and meat is an animal. You know, uh, uh, and uh, and so the issue is very simple for me. It's very simple. So, yeah, for uh, the, the fairies, they, um, they, they, they give points to the to the activists because they are not. It's Shepherd. It's a vegan uh, organization, and they are not eating any meat. Uh, so they don't like when they protest and when they shout on them. But if you go in Finland and you say, you know, I'm not eating meat, then they can they understand. But if you criticize them and uh, and you say, I'm, and you're still going to eat your burger, you know, in the restaurant, and yeah. you, and uh, they they don't like it. Because they say, oh, you, you you don't like to see a dead, uh, as I say in the movie, you don't like to see uh, uh, dead animals or animals being killed, but you don't mind to see the, your your piece of uh, steak in your burger, you know, and you don't. Think once. I, I'm just asking one of your listeners. Do you just uh, when you're going to 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 in a restaurant or fast food and get a burger? Do you once one one second think it's an animal which is in your? Uh, it's a it's a it's a cow you know which is in your or a fish which is in your and in, in your in your burger? No, it's just uh, meat, and you don't want to see. So it's it's. It, so the idea is to open the eyes, and if you open your eye and your heart, I think the, the answer is very, very simple, you know. Uh, yeah. Animals, it, it's not. And for me, I mean, once they say, "Oh, we love animals and you kill them," after it's, it's for me, it's still a question of <laughs> debating, debating in my, in my mind. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, how can we love animals and we're eating them, you know, and uh, and uh, and. Uh, and destroying the planet in a way, also to feed them, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah when you go for islands you have to be as honest as possible. And if you are honest as possible, the fairies will love to talk with you. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's take a, a caller here to this show right now and uh, get them involved. Hi, you're on Talking Animals with Vincent Kellner. Hi, go Hello? ahead, please. You're on you're on Talking Animals with Vincent Kellner. Go ahead, please. Hello, it's you. Hello. I hear you there, but uh, maybe you have a bad connection. All right, try back. Hi, you're on Talking Animals with Vincent Kellner.
2: Yes, hello. I just want to read a little statement that I have on the Second Amendment. A child access
1: to it. little statement. Does it, does it tie into the film we're discussing, sir?
2: You're, you're talking about you're talking about the uh, Second Amendment. Are you talking about
1: gun control? No, we're not talking about that, sir. We're talking about a film called A Taste of Wales. So maybe you maybe you're hearing a different show than than, what, than what's on the air now. Oh,
2: that time W-U-S-S.
1: Oh, Okay, all right, thanks. All right, so sorry about that, Vincent. But um, no, all right. So yeah, so one of the things that I guess uh, as you were starting to note that uh, that where Sea Shepherd would normally stage a protest. But I think a key thing, as you've noted uh, sort of along the way throughout our conversation here, is that the pharaohs, they are not, whatever you think of the of the ritual, of the grin, they are not hiding anything. For better or worse, it's right there. And as you say, that's in sharp contrast to what goes on in slaughterhouses where it's all about hiding things, even though mm-hmm. it's still, both things are still producing meat. So that seems to be kind of one of the core concepts that, that sort of courses through your film a little bit is uh, the contrast between those things. And, and is there a contradiction?
0: yeah it's uh they can they say we cannot hide they cannot hide because they, the way they kill the pilot whales or the dolphins uh it's the only way they can do it they cannot go faster with a gun right. it would it be longer so they really found the, the fastest and quickest uh, way to kill them even if sometimes it takes ages and even if animals you know they don't like to be uh, pushed uh, into okay. a, a trap <laughs> and yeah. they know they will die in, in families and stuff but uh, it's, it's um it's how uh, can i say it's a kind of hide and uh, that's that's uh, that's what it says they are when you go and you assist because if you go in finance you can assist if you if you if you know about that or if you drive around and you see that they, they won't push you away you know and they say please look you know and and this is the reality of, of uh, of of uh, of getting it and uh, and uh, so that's for me the a good point they have yeah uh, it's not it's not a, a, a only argument you know to that that could um, how can I say uh, um, give them points to, to carry on you know and, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah but um, it, you know it's uh, it's fair actually to, to say and they are going in the water they can by themselves for me I, I I couldn't do that you know and uh, I think they are. Sometimes they say they are closest to the. They are closer to the nature than uh, most of people are criticizing. You know, and uh, and sometimes I say, yeah, these people they know how to 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 kill animals, but they know how to to make them. Uh, uh, born you know alive. they, they, they can go uh, if there's a ship, they can help uh, they, they know all the species of of birds on the island they know uh, all uh, they love the whales, they <laughs> can see it's they love the big whales yeah uh, they, don't, they are not killing the big whales anymore uh they used to do it in the eighties until the eighties for they were working for for Norwegians they were selling the meat to the Norwegians, yeah
1: yeah
0: uh, but um but yeah, so they are uh, it's um. It's uh, yeah it's it, when you go there it's uh, yeah, it's shaking your own uh, uh, way of looking at nature and uh, and, uh, and and uh, animals you know and yeah. um, it's uh, it's it's all about also about spaism you know and uh, anti-specism right. uh, which is another debate, but uh, you know why as they say why is this uh, the whales are the superstars you know uh, and why we why don't we care about the others yeah uh, and for me that's uh, a point. Right.
1: Absolutely. Well, we just have about a minute left here, Vincent, but I just want to elaborate briefly on one thing you said because I was going to get into it more if we had more time. But um, the argument sort of against or even for the grin does get more Sort of complicated by information about how contaminated the whales are with mercury and other forms of pollution. At one point, someone in the film I think says, "Pilot whales should be handled like toxic waste." So mm-hmm. that's that 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 again may start to affect what what the what the future of the Grand really is. But let me just ask you in our remaining moment, uh, seconds here, uh, what do you hope the film accomplishes? If if it if it does something that you kind of really uh, has an outcome that you really are hoping to see, what would that be?
0: Um, I just hope the most of the more people can watch it. I mean, the people are ready to watch reality uh, if they are questioning about eating meat today, because a lot of people are, are doing and uh, or maybe reducing the 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 the, the, uh, the consumption. I think by watching the movie and they can even if they don't know they can know about finance and what's happening over there. But they, it's a way for them to to be uh, I wouldn't say brave, but it's not the right the right word. But they'll be courageous to do that. And, and for me, uh, it's an opportunity for people to do it and to, to, to have a, a, a debate on, this, on the issue that uh, raised uh, the, the documentary.
1: Okay, I think that's, uh, that, that puts it very well. And I think we have just about reached the end of our time. We've been speaking with Vincent Kellner, the writer, director of A Taste of Whale, a documentary that uh, opens both in theaters and as well as uh, is released on Amazon and Apple uh, TV starting this Friday, May 27th. So there's a number of ways you can uh, view the film if you'd like to f- kind of follow up the conversation that we've had here and see it for yourself. Vincent, thank you so much for making the time to join us today on Talking Animals. I appreciate it.
0: Merci beaucoup. Thank you. Thank you.
1: In a moment, I'll speak with Kristen Davis of SPCA Tampa Bay about this Bay First adoption promotion. It sounds like a great deal for the shelter, the adopter, and, of course, the adopted animal. We'll hear details of that ongoing event in just a moment. Right now, though, we're going to step into the Comedy Corner with a piece from Drew Hastings, part of a longer piece called Farming 101 in today's Comedy Corner on Talking Animals on WMNF.
3: I lived out there for a month before I figured out that red stick on my mailbox wasn't a country 911 system. I... It is not easy. I'm going to make it work. I don't give up. I'm not. I, you, you're livestock. That's my dream. Livestock, man. But I'll tell you what. People think it's easy. You read up on it. and it's, No. Uh-uh. My first deal, I got ripped off. <laughs> I bought a herd of black Angus hogs, right? <laughs> I thought they looked short coming off the truck. Pig me, cattle my ass. I've tried growing crops, but you'd find more cornrows on an NFL team than I could pull off my land. Uh, so I called Mr. Grimes. He's the county ag agent for my county, you know, like the Mr. Kimball dude, right? And I called him. He comes out, you know, takes soil samples, talks to me extensively about my background. He tells me the best thing for me to plant is a for sale sign in the front yard. (laughs)
1: That was Drew Hastings with a part of a piece called Farming 101, taken from his album Irked and Miffed. Now it's time to speak with Kristen Davis of SPCA Tampa Bay and learn more about this Bay First adoption promotion, which sounds like such a win-win-win that it's something uh, we may all want to get in on. This is Kristen Davis on Talking Animals on WNF. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning. How are
2: you?
1: Great. So tell us in broad strokes uh, what this uh, Bay First adoption promotion is.
2: For sure. So, Bay First recently changed their name. They were known as First Home Bank. So, they've been doing some really cool things throughout the community over the last week or so, trying to just be um, great advocates and surprising different organizations and people with celebrations and giveaways and all sorts of things just to celebrate their name change. So, one of the really cool things that they've been doing for us is through May 27th, They're donating $25 to SPCA for every single animal adoption that's made during that time frame. And they're also providing all of the adopters with a $25 gift card to PetSmart. And they also have some cool swag items um, like dog bowls and things like that to give away. So they've been really a great help. Um, This whole week they've been um, doing this. So we've had a lot more movement with our animals we have right now over a hundred different animals um all breeds dogs cats pocket pets which include rabbits guinea pigs turtles birds all sorts of things so um and a lot of these animals have actually been here with us for quite a while some of them as long as february so we're really hoping that having this extra incentive out there right now from bay first will help help find these animals their forever homes since they've been anxiously awaiting that for a little
1: while. Wow. All right. Well, you've answered almost every question I was going to possibly ask all in one, uh, one breath. So that's super impressive, Kristen. Thanks. Um, let me just go back to a couple of things you said, just because one of the things I think is so great about this, uh, this uh, Bay First uh, promotion is that, as you kind of noted, first of all, I, I think... Um, Tampa Bay, anytime someone makes an adoption, they receive something from Bay First. But as you, I think, did know too, the adopter receives like a gift card for for PetSmart so they can get off to a great start with their new uh, adopted pet. And, and of course, then the animal that otherwise just before this didn't have a home now has a home. So this is the classic win-win-win cliche situation. Absolutely,
2: yep. Yeah, we have um, one animal in particular I wanted to mention, a dog. Uh, Her name is Roxy, and she's been with us um, since early February, so she's Mm. been here the longest. And she's an amazing dog. We actually, she was our um, Tampa Bay Rowdy Dog of the Week this past weekend. Oh, wow. She came to the game. She met with all sorts of people. She was wonderful with kids, other animals, adults, you know, everything, everyone that you could imagine, even the Rowdy's mascot. She was super wonderful with and posed for photos and all that. So um, this girl, Roxy, is just such a sweetheart and definitely you know it's time for her to find her people
1: yeah well she's she's famous now so all the more reason hopefully this this will be her her day or two to uh, find a fabulous forever home so let's 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 pull for roxy yeah any other uh dog or cat or anything that you want to call particular attention to that that's available for adopting that you'd like to see you know again maybe because they've been there quite some time like roxy has been that we think let's really try to give so-and-so a home
2: for sure, yeah. We we do have a couple other dogs that have been with us a little bit. We have a dog named Bear, and he's been with us um, a little bit, maybe two weeks after Roxy came, Bear came, so he's another really sweet dog with him. Um, he is a one home type of dog, so he would be better in a home as the only pet, but mm-hmm. he also has a wonderful personality. Um, he's been, he's come to us with us to a lot of events as well, and he's just wonderful with all sorts of ages and families and everything like that. Um, And then we have a cat. Her name is Martha Stewart. Okay. And she's been been with us. She's our longest cat here and she's been with us since um, about March as well. So she is definitely looking for a home. And then we do have a ton of pocket pets. um, As I mentioned, guinea pigs, rabbits. We even have some turtles right now. We have about three turtles and some chickens, um, some parrots and things like that. So all sorts of breeds. As a 4L shelter, we do accept all kinds of breeds here. So um, all of these animals are definitely in need of their home.
1: And take it, whether it's a pocket pet or anybody else, they all apply for the same kind of thing with the donation to SPCA Tampa Bay, the gift card for the adopter. And uh, whatever, regardless of the animal, that's kind of the, the arrangement through Friday. Correct? That's correct. That's mm-hmm. great. What a, what a great opportunity. All right, so let's well, we're just about the end of our time, Kristen, but let's uh, give folks the, uh, the website or any social media pages for people to find out more or maybe see some of the uh, you know, animals you mentioned, some of the other ones you haven't had, haven't had a chance to mention, just because they might want to say, hey, I'm going to go over there right now and see if I can pick up uh, Roxy or someone else that I just saw on the website.
2: For sure. So our website is org, Mm -hmm. And when you get on the site, you'll click our adopt link. And within that link, we have it broken down, you know, cats have a page, pocket pets have a page, dogs have a page. So whatever your interest is, you can go there. We do keep our website updated in real time. So if you see them listed, it means that they are still available. And the, the moment that they're adopted, they're removed from the page. So. That's a really good way for you to know if the animal is still available
1: for adoption. Sounds like it's totally in real time. That's great. Really uh, helpful for people making those kind of choices. So that's great. Well, Kristen, thanks so much for uh, joining us and talking to animals today and filling us in on this very cool adoption thing, which again runs through Friday, at, I think through all the way through 6 p.m., if I'm not mistaken. Yep,
2: correct.
1: That's great. So there's still plenty of time to uh, adopt Roxy or one of the other great animals there.
2: Yep.
1: All right, Kristen. So thanks again. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Coming up on WMF, the music kicks back in with Scott Elliott from noon to 3 p.m., a glorious three hours of music, followed by Robin Hooper with yet another three hours of music, and we just keep the music coming as we roll into our block of Latin programming and beyond. We have just about reached the end of today's edition of Talking Animals on WMF Tampa invite you to join me next Wednesday when my guests will be Rebecca Keat and Siri Lindley who are on the show in 2020 talking about their commitment to helping ban horse slaughter, uh, legislatively obviously. And their efforts appear to be on the cusp of success with a hearing slated for tomorrow about the SAFE Act, which is an acronym for Save America's Forgotten Equines Act. So I invite you to tune in next Wednesday for that conversation. I also invite you to visit TalkingAnimals.net for... Audio archives of every show we've ever broadcast. Apple Podcasts are available there, too, as well as on other podcast platforms. There are also links to our Facebook page, our uh, all our social media pages, really. And uh, you can also subscribe to our newsletter to find out about our guests a couple of days beforehand and other news from the Talking Animals world. That's all at TalkingAnimals.com. I'm Duncan Strauss. Thanks very much for listening. Have a good week. Be kind to animals. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. This is Talking Animals on WMNF Tampa, Brandon, Clearwater, Largo, WikiWatch, and beyond. Scott Elliott right up after NPR News headlines. Thanks.